Hey, and welcome back to Capes and Strategies. I am Aaron, and with me today again is Chad. Part two. In this episode, we're delving into the real-world saga of the fallout of Jonathan Majors. Bum, bum, bum. Dismissal and the challenges Disney faces in potentially recasting a pivotal character that they've built the current multiverse storyline around Loki season one, Loki season two, Ant-Man Quantumania, and all of these other facets that Majors has been a part of and what they're going to do in the future. It's about to get deep. It's about to get deep. So join us on this next episode as we dive into some of the leadership qualities that Disney faces, uh, the challenges that they face, I'm sorry, not qualities, the challenges that Disney faces and what could possibly happen in our mind uh, that would affect the multiverse saga Will Smith. Um, so we will uh, <laughs> yes. go into this uh, right now. Uh, let's get started. So let's set the stage uh, for for anybody who's been living under a rock. Under right? a rock. A deep rock. Patrick's rock from SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> Jonathan Majors, known for his portrayal of King the Conqueror, Fired. faces a significant career impacting uh, event that fa- found him guilty. Right. Uh, And allowed him or not allowed him, but really forced Disney to let him go. Uh, And so, Chad, break down the implications for us. Absolutely, Aaron. This is this is depressing. This is a hard topic to talk about. Major's departure presents a complex challenge for Disney, especially especially given Kang, who Jonathan Majors played, Mm -hmm. Kang the Conqueror, Kang's central role in the, what I would describe as the unfolding multiverse saga. We're not, we're not in it. We're, we're like in, I'd I'd say like we're, we're, we're still on the uphill climb for the multiverse. I'd say we're closer to the middle. We're, but but yes, but we're, we're not, we haven't hit the, the crescendo. We haven't hit it yet. We're still, it's still developing in, in our hearts and minds. Okay. So it's a tough spot balancing the narrative, narrative, with the ethical and public relations considerations. Like they can't just, well, they did just fire him, but <laughs> <laughs> they did just fire him. Let's let's be honest. But they can't just move on to the next thing without kind of taking a taking a, a gauge on what the public uh wants, what the public is feeling. Because as uh Kevin Feige so um graciously put it, Marvel is about giving fans what they want. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's how they've been successful up to this point. Mm-hmm. So it would break from their uh, albeit short history, the past what fifteen years, mm-hmm. it would break from their fifteen-year history of giving fans what they want to just arbitrarily make a decision and move on. You know what I mean? I think the the decision to fire him kind of had to happen to maintain Disney's core values, mm-hmm. but now the next steps need to be guided by what the the, the viewing public is looking for. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, I'm not saying the viewing public is me, but me is looking for Will Smith. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I second that. <laughs> I will say, though, um, you know, it's I think in any universe, multiverse or real world, um, if you are found guilty, right, uh, especially if there's any type of domestic abuse, right? I mean, you got to go, especially for a company like Disney. Uh, It really is for any company. But, uh, you know, as a house of mouse. Yes. If you're you're the house of mouse, you absolutely cannot have that. Yeah. Um, You know, and I know that some actors, Rob Darren Jr. has gone through their own trials and tribulations. That's different. That's different. He's on the comeback. Yes. He's he's very much on the comeback. And I don't think that he's had... he Quite served big. his time. He served his time. Yeah, he served his time. Yes, it's it's, it's, and he it's, paid it's a very for it. different. He, he wasn't acting yep. for a while. Correct. So it's I mean, a very different situation. This doesn't mean that Jonathan Majors will never come back. It sure. just means that as of right now, he's 
he's on an acting hiatus because he can't he, they can't possibly expect to have him there correct and uh, have anybody support these movies now there is some thought that they would have fired him even if he was not guilty but i don't buy that i don't buy that either. if he's not guilty they press forward I, and i honestly don't think that they would have uh waited this long to yeah. do so you yeah. know um why make i mean wh what would you expect to happen correct and i mean if, if i look at the other side of the coin would you have looked at Loki differently if you knew beforehand that he wasn't actually going to be playing Kang post-show? Um, I would look at it as this is a bookend role. Mm -hmm. Whereas when you're watching Loki, you have no idea what's about to happen. Correct. Whereas if you know he's fired, you know he's not continuing, you're thinking, oh, okay, I can't wait to see him be done. Right. You know it's, what I mean? Yeah. And does this really matter now that he's gone? Like, is this story, though, going... I mean, I know it does... For, like, we know... But I, I would have been thinking beforehand, is is Loki season two, the last few episodes, going to matter with him? So I think there is an out for Marvel to end the character. Mm -hmm. Obviously, with uh, God of Stories Loki taking over, mm -hmm. um, holding the multiverse together with the... Um, the spoiler it, alert. The, yeah, spoiler alert, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> holding the multiverse together uh, in the... With the... Uh, what is it called? The industry? Yeah. The Yadrasil. Yadrasil tree. Yeah. So there is an out for them because they could say that Loki taking over, becoming the tree of life, essentially that, which it did in, in the, Lo the Loki show, it replaced the loom. Mm -hmm. So if Loki replaced the loom, then he replaced Kang and it's over. I think that is an out. I, I think also though, it would be inconsistent to do that because uh, Kang even knowing Kang knew if you stick with the character, he knew Loki was going to do that. Mm -hmm. So that was all part of the plan. Right. And from my perspective, now that Loki is taking over, watching over the multiverse, now he who remains can go jump into the fray and involve himself in the pending multiversal war. Very true. Now he's not sitting in the citadel at the end of time, maintaining the flow of everything. But, is Loki, but Loki's not a bad guy, though. He's not a bad guy. Right. So no. who's the new villain? That would be the. That would be the. If they if they use that as an out to get rid of Kang, yeah. well, they they would have to pivot to. Uh, I'm not saying unfortunately. Mm. I, I'm saying unfortunately yeah, be because it's not. No, <laughs> I, I don't think they should pivot to Doctor Doom mm. because you've laid the groundwork for Kang mm. in several movies, several TV shows. To do a sharp pivot, which to do a sharp pivot would do, do him Do him it would do him disjustice. It, would, it wouldn't do him justice. It's got to be. At the end of Secret Wars, at the at the end of the multiverse saga, that's where you put in here comes Doctor Doom, and then you start his arc in phase what five six what one two three four five six in phase seven. So seven eight nine should be the I don't know what you call it, but whatever phase seven eight nine is, that is uh, you could call it the Doom Saga. <laughs> like literally, I mean that, that's what you call it. But then you know it's centered around him, so you can actually create properties for him. But to pivot now, it will it will just seem rushed because people people are not just going to forget Kang was a thing. It's that's just not going to happen. True. Like Kang is a thing, and you're and you're gonna it's gonna be if they pivot to Doctor Doom. It's going to be overshadowed the whole time by oh this was supposed to be this was supposed to be Kang saga and Doctor Doom just came in like that there'll always be that in the back of people. Everybody will know that this is just a pivot Correct. to say, to to save yeah. face yeah. to save face as opposed to you recasting Kang. I don't know what the big deal is with recasting. Uh, studios recast roles all the time. Well, Marvel recasts roles all the time. 
like not all the time, but Marvel has recasted a role. <laughs> like they recasted, I know everybody's tired of talking about this. They, they recast Rhodey and they said one line about it when they were in the courtroom. <laughs> hey, it's me. I'm here. Get over it. Yeah. Literally. And then nobody talked about it again. Right. They could right. do something simpler. And and they even have it built into the storyline. They recast Thanos we, too. The we, they, they did recast Thanos because the first uh, iteration of Thanos was not Josh Brolin. Right. So they already, and they already have it in the multiverse saga that it could be somebody different because guess what? It's a multiverse. There are different iterations of the characters. So what you have, you have uh, in Quat. Sorry, I know, I know, I'm talking. <laughs> uh, you have the Quantum Manium. There, there, there was a lizard. There's a lizard version. Of yeah, exactly. You have the Quantum Manium Kang, who, if you look, if you remember, at the end of Loki, they say that they are following up on him because he's not dead. Right. Like I said. Yes. So you have the Quantum Manium Loki. Then you have all the iterations that they have in the Council of Kangs, and then you have he who must he who is not remain he he that that, that king was remains. he who, he who uh, remains, but that king was Kang the Conqueror, right? Correct. That and, was Kang the Conqueror. And, okay. All you have to do is you bring in whoever they recast as uh, the Kang and say, and you can write it into the story. I am the actual Kang. These are just bad clones of my, bad copies of myself in other universes. I'm the real guy. Because they, they even pivoted to say that Ravona uh, Renslayer may even be a version of King. Ver yeah, they, they, they did say that. Yeah. But I think it's already written in there because there's multiple versions. And with the other, with the, with the Loki, Loki's a prime example. There's all these versions of Loki's and none of them look like each other. And then everything that King, everything that Loki did, so who's to say that, you know, Will Smith is going to be the older version of Kang. Correct. Yeah, you know, like so. further down the timeline. Correct. Exactly. Correct. Correct. They could even do, sorry, real, real quick. They could even do something like they did in Star Wars where they, the characters from the 70s and like the post-credit scenes, they re-imaged it to have the actual new character play that role. Correct. Like you could easily take the end of Quantumania in that post-credit scene with all the crazy Kangs and you could re-image it to be whoever you recast Kang as. Yeah, because, because uh, we still don't know if the life that Scotland came back to is real. Is, is real. That's a yeah, whole. That's, oh, <laughs> that's a that's a mind blowing. Yeah. I don't even know what's going on. Yeah. there. something's going yeah. on there. But I have no idea. Anyway, we're 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 getting off topic. Back to the re. Back to let's talk positively. Back to the recasting of Kang. Of Kang, correct. So uh, let's talk about the leadership aspect of doing this, right? So Disney is at a crossroads. How do they move forward? Will Smith recasting a major character. Who isn't um, isn't you know? It's not just a casting decision; it's a strategic move with implications across you know the multiverse. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's not a. It's not just about finding a new actor. Right. It's about ensuring the storyline remains coherent. And the most important part of this whole thing: the fans stay engaged. The leadership talent here is immense, requiring careful consideration of the franchise's future. And again. The fans. Exactly. And so the biggest problem I would say here is that, uh, you know, you have to make sure that you, the goal as of late has been to make Marvel better because yep. we haven't had a good string of movies, right? Correct. So you, we now are in this phase, and I think Kevin Feige and um, current CEO Bob Iger knows this and they've, they've talked about this publicly. That's why they've scaled back the project. Correct. And so now they're going to go with somebody uh, you know, or I'm sorry, they may, they may recast this, but if they don't recast this, it, it's going to have to take a lot of planning, precision, and a lot of uh, great minds that they have over there to come up with a plan that seems believable. 
I, I don't see how just dropping the whole Kang storyline makes sense. Now you can't just, no no like you can't just drop it right. It's not going to be if they do decide to pivot to Doctor Doom. Who, by the way, did you hear who they're thinking about casting? I feel like I did, but I can't remember. Um, I, I always forget his name because it's weird. His name is a little bit different, but it's the dude from um, Peaky Blinders and uh, the guy who played. Uh, I know his name, uh, Gillian. Gillian. It's the guy who played in. Um, you know it too. <laughs> Just the top of your head. Um, Oppenheimer. Oh, that guy. Yeah, he's supposed to be Doctor Doom. <laughs> oh, 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 wow. Uh, um, okay. Yes. 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 Okay. Karen like Gillian that. or something like that. I like. Yeah. That. He's, yep. he's supposed to be Doctor Doom. Yep, yep. Okay. I can deal with Scarecrow that. from Batman. Yeah. No. No. I'm yes. with you. I'm with you. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm. I'm blanking out on his name. We're not going to cheat. Yeah. But yeah, that guy. <laughs> Um, but uh, I do think that I personally, I think that Will Smith would be the best. And I call this before everybody else called this before it was all over the news. I said that Will Smith would be a good, uh, uh, placeholder. Kang. Kang. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, because I do Great. agree with you that Kang shouldn't be just dropped. Although yeah. I, I, you know, I have, to, I have Dr. Doom tattooed on my, um, my arm, right? So I'm a Dr. Doom fan, but I, uh, no, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Prove it. Uh, Oh, it's proven. Okay, never mind. <laughs> uh, I yes, I do. Uh, I'm a Doctor Doom fan. So, but given the challenges that they have and the rippling effects that can happen through the multiverse, uh, really, you know, what option does Disney leadership have? So, one approach could be the seamless transition to a new actor, right? Amen. Uh, keeping the storyline intact. Alternatively, they could use the multiverse concept creatively and explain the change, which is exactly what you just said, right? Um, so that's those are those are the, the strategies that they could do. So those are all viable, but the, the key aspect of this is how do they communicate these changes to the audience in a realistic way? Transparency is key. You have to be sensitive about the issue given the circumstances, but you have to communicate it. You can't just wake up one day, watch a movie, and say, "Oh, there's Will Smith." I wonder what's happening. <laughs> exactly, exactly, and and that's that's the key. Uh, making sure that the audience believes it, because if you like, we're always going to know something went wrong, right? Whether you recast them, we know that Jonathan Majors is not. Every time we see this new person, we're going to know that Jonathan Majors is not there because of A, B, and C. If you get rid of Kang, we're going to be like, oh, this is just a terrible pivot to Doctor Doom because of A, B, and C. The key is getting an actor in the storyline to make me forget that Jonathan Majors was even there and see this new person as a very young Kang. Which I don't, I don't think that's possible. I don't think it's possible to just forget about Jonathan Majors because he did such a good role. I get it. He has some personal issues, but his personal issues doesn't change the fact that he did a phenomenal job as the character Kang and Kang, excuse me, Kang the Conqueror, He Who Remains, and the other versions of himself. He did a phenomenal job. That's the whole reason, if you remember, they weren't even going to make the multiverse saga about Kang, but because Jonathan Majors did such a good job, they said, wow, this guy's amazing, now we're going to make it about Kang the Conqueror. So he, by himself, changed the trajectory of Disney's whole, uh, their whole studio. I mean, yeah, I mean, I will say that the actor isn't just the face of Kang, but he was an incredible actor in doing that. I mean, I've, the one thing I credit him with is I never felt like any one Kang was the same actor. They had the same look, oh. but he, his personalities between each character was incredible. Plug. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Kang, Jonathan Majors, is playing He Who Remains. And He Who Remains mocks Victor Timely, who is also played by Jonathan Majors. 
And it is so surreal to hear him mock himself. himself. <laughs> because you're like, you laugh because it, it, it sounds accurate. And they're like, wait a minute. That's you. Mm -hmm. You just mocked yourself. Like that when when you see Victor Timely, when you see Kang the Conqueror, when you see He Who Remains, in my mind and most audiences, those are three distinctively different characters. Oh, he told you there's a loom problem. That's what he said. He said a loom problem. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> it's so great. Oh, it's a loom problem. That's what that's that's what Victor said. That's what did what did Victor Timely take? It's just amazing because he he it, he just he mocks himself and you you don't realize till after you're like wait a minute he, he's talking you. about himself. you're talking about yourself that's crazy your acting ability is so amazing and his 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 personal problems have nothing to do with the fact that he's a great actor right he still is a great actor today he just has some personal issues which is making disney pivot and part ways with him Correct. that doesn't mean he'll never act again mm -hmm. but his acting ability is amazing. What, what did Victor say? Oh, he said it's a loom problem. Okay, he said a loom problem. Okay, all right. That's what, that's what Victor said. That's what Victor said. Okay. Um, but to wrap up, Disney's decision uh, in the wake of Jonathan Major's situation will be a defining moment in leadership within the entertainment industry as a whole. The movie industry, the cinema industry, all of it. It's about making a choice that not only respects the narrative integrity, but also considers the ethical and public reception. I, I literally could not have put it better, but... This is a test for Disney. It's a test of strategic decision-making under pressure while balancing creative vision and real war implications. This, this is really gonna make or break Disney's next probably five years. Thank you, Chad, uh, for your insights. As always, we are going to have you back soon. Listeners, uh, thank you for joining us on Capes and Strategies. Join us next time as we continue to explore the intersection of leadership in the world of superheroes. Until then, keep navigating your leadership challenges with strategies and insights. Don't forget to comment. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to download. Don't forget to support. Don't forget all of the things because we do not have advertising for you because of you, hopefully, one day. Like and subscribe. Until next time, what does Captain Marvel say? Further, faster, stronger. Faster, farther, higher. Higher, faster, stronger. We're gonna we're gonna get that down. We're gonna get that right. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> See you later.